right. Hey, Alex, it's Fiona. It's great to great to be here with you. So there's a lot going on on the borders with Ukraine and Belarus right now. I'm, I'm hearing, you know, certainly from people we used to work with and uh, other people in the UK and elsewhere that there's a real risk that the Russians might be moving on in, uh, certainly coming up in the next uh, few months. It's just like the old days back at the National Security Council. So, I mean, if we were going to go in there and brief the National Security Advisor on what's happening, what would we tell him? You know, we've just got a few minutes here, five or six minutes to sort of figure this out. You used sure. to work uh, back in the day at the chairman's office and the Joint Chiefs of Staff. You'd have had to brief uh, what was then General Dunford for maybe some kind of encounter with his counterpart, General Gerasimov, on the Russian side as well. I mean, we'd factor this in. I mean, what do we think the Russians are doing? What would we tell the National Security Advisor? Sure. So I think a couple of things. First of all, I think there's a um, the range of possibilities is pretty wide. I think on one end of the spectrum, we could foresee something more significant than a, just a simple demonstration and the posturing of forces. The Russians uh, do potentially have the force structure required to go in and either um, make a land grab. And those scenarios are anything from a land bridge from a Russia proper to Crimea or threaten Kiev. But I think that's an unlikely uh, scenario. I think uh, they're more than likely to do use a demonstration and achieve through diplomacy what they are unwilling to, to risk through military action. What I mean by that is they're, they have a, they're excellent at, on preying on um, U.S. risk deterrence or, or risk aversion rather and self-deterrence. And what they'll do is they'll make enough of a, a situation in which they could then negotiate the threat of this the situation developing on the border into something more broadly um, threatening European security and stability and get con uh, through concessions what they don't want to try to do by military force. And those concessions would be a change to the status quo, support security assistance, uh, and a hands-off policy, which would give Russia a free hand. I think they're acting on two imperatives. The first imperative is they sense... Uh, uh, that Ukraine is seeping through their fingers, that they're losing their grip on Ukraine. They initially thought that they had plenty of time and Ukraine would be a failed state on its own. That's not the case. They're economically, uh, from a, a, a national cohesion perspective, politically, they're continuing to make strides forward, even though some of those seem uh, to, to constantly have setbacks. They are making improvements. And I think that there's uh, time is not on Russia's side. The other thing is opportunities. I think they sense a whole confluence of crises, uh, weakness on the part of the uh, U.S. president, weakness um, emerging out of the withdrawal from Afghanistan, domestic instability with regards to um, uh, div you know, rampant, divisive uh, U.S. politics, and now this uh, situation that Russia almost certainly has a hand in with regards to Belarus and a migrant crisis and, uh, you know, doing undermining stability there. So that's the picture that I have for you. Yeah, well, there's definitely a lot happening here. And, you know, I guess we've only got a couple of minutes too to wrap this up before, you know, we would get in there to uh, figure out what we would uh, want to say. I think this whole point of weakness is very important. I mean, if we're going to advise it's something we might do about this, you know, the Russian sees, you said this opportunity, there's all these weaknesses, 
you know, the reasons for doing something now, uh, there are manifolds. Uh, the reasons for not doing something, um, are, as you said, there's quite a lot of risk for the Russian side as well. It's not just US risk aversion, but, you know, Russia might itself find uh, it more difficult to push back the Ukrainians than they might initially anticipate. So the question is, you know, what could we do uh, to push back? I think personally, and, you know, we'll kind of see what the National Security Advisor would think about this, that the United States can't really tackle this on their own. There has to be a sign of uh, solidarity with the Europeans, um, not just with NATO and NATO allies. And of course, Ukraine isn't uh, a member of NATO, neither obviously is Belarus, uh, but also the European Union and a constellation of other European countries like France and Germany that have a certain amount of responsibility for all this. But also, if Russia really is going to do something here, whether they actually go in or they just use this coercion, this threat of going in uh, to really get uh, concessions, this sets the tone for all kinds of other territorial disputes, not just in Europe, which there are still very many. We worry about the Balkans. We worry about the Caucasus. There's just recently been an exchange of fire between the Armenians and Azerbaijanis again uh, after a war between them a year ago. You've got Greece and Turkey who have ongoing territorial disputes. And of course, there are so many disputes in the Asia Pacific, and we're all worried about China, what China might do with Taiwan, etc. So if we don't handle this right, this could really put a lot of pressure on others, um, including uh, our allies. So again, we've got to have a big show here. I mean, I know that if, if I were uh, doing this, I'd be on the phone to all the Europeans saying, look, you've got to step up and push back here. And also maybe to the Japanese, the Indians uh, and other, you know, kind of players in the Asia Pacific that might be worried about their own conflicts uh, with the Chinese. Anyway, we've only got a few seconds left there, Alex, but do you think we've got enough there together to, you know, if it were back in the old days and we were kind of running on into the National Security Advisor, we'd have enough to say something? Yes, I think we should keep in mind or mention that uh, China is watching and this has geopolitical implications we need to take a firm position on Russia's aggression and let them know that their aggression is going to manifest the security dilemma that they're seeking to that they're that they're that touting exists at the moment. 